Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Sarah Lee South podcast. On this episode, we will be continuing, we meaning I, (laughs) will be continuing the relationship series that Patrick and I started on YouTube a few months back. So on the last episode of the podcast titled Trial Separation, that was our first video where we started talking about our relationship. And on this episode, we kind of talk more about our family histories, where we're coming from, that sort of thing. So again, this was recorded a few months ago, back in July. And if you'd like to watch the full video, which is pretty funny because you can see all of our expressions and just, it's hilarious to watch, honestly. <laughs> if you'd like to watch that, you can find it at youtube.com slash C slash Sarah Lee South. I hope you guys enjoy it. How are you? Right, you almost ready? Does that look good? You see yourself? Uh, yeah, let's do, let's okay. just, let's do it. I gotta poop. What? Yeah, I gotta poop. Hold on, let's... Uh, that was a good bathroom experience. You're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> it came late How? in the day. I expected it to come Patrick, earlier. Patrick, the reason it came then is because anytime <laughs> we are about to do something important, the moment before the beginning takes place of the important thing, you My have body's to like, poop. Evacuate. You know, that's what animals do whenever, um, like, whenever, like, oh, yeah, it's like being scared. I think also it's your way (laughs) of. That's why they say he is pants. Well, maybe it's my body being like realizing. Oh, "Oh." something important's happening. You need to defecate before you can. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we talking about this? This video is not a pooping video. How your poop's been separately from me. Much better. <laughs> you know what? Okay, no, let's not go there. Okay. Okay. Hi, guys. So, thank you. Thank you to everyone who has sent us messages and have sent advice and encouragement and uh, concern and all of that stuff. We're really honored and encouraged by your messages and we're actually quite surprised to have gotten such a response from friends and friends through YouTube of people that we didn't really know at all and we didn't know yeah that you guys cared as much for us and uh, for our relationship as you do which was really really great thing to see but we realized by much of the responses that we received that you guys don't really know us and that is of course in large part our doing because what we present just, yeah I'm on the end, i mean I it's just, so obvious it's like well duh there's literally no way <laughs> yeah. you could know us well they if they were like you know spying on us yes, they're like, right, right. unless so, you have some other in large information part, in large in part, part it's our doing but you, it's mostly your fault who, it's mostly your no like, a little bit your fault right been flying a drone no. over us you know like, no. <laughs> But I mean, the reason I'm saying that, though, is because specifically there are a few people who sent us comments and they understood what was going on because they've been paying attention to all of our vlogs. So they've seen the little intricate things that they've picked up on. Right. Who who made small cut, like... Laura. Yeah, like, so basically, like... Who's going to get the shed who's who's going to get the tiny tiny home. Right, right. Because they they know, like, yeah, it's like, it's lighthearted, it's like... And it's actually very realistic because yeah. we'll get into that in another video. But Yeah, so we're <laughs> going to talk about that later. But from all of the responses, we realized that you guys don't know us and we have a story to tell. You guys need more context and without knowing any of our history really, besides seeing the little tidbits 
through the Axel Show and South House TV over the last four years, you don't really know our hearts. You don't know what's so important to us. You don't know what we value high and hold in highest esteem. Our, you don't uh, virtues and our history. Yeah. So maybe we should start that conversation. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to start that conversation. Oh, my arm is a little bit too close to you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should we start with? Let's start with the year uh, of our Lord, 1986. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's when I was born. <laughs> so we should start there, because you were born after me. Or was my spirit always there? Uh, right. That's the question. That'll be for another video. Mm -hmm. I was born... Fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward to... Well, I don't know, because I've been thinking, like, should I... Because I want to start my own channel. Should I... Right. Talk about my whole story, you know, but it's hard to think about the context and but we could give a brief history of like where we come from so that they can see like because basically the purpose of what we're doing right is to kind of like show us like here we were and then here's where we came together like that and then yeah yeah the epic like what was I so oh, yeah. like we locked and then we and so it was like the planets are in the same gravitational yeah, field yeah that was good that, was, that good. was good would you be the moon and I would be the planet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, because you're the like woman, the and the woman submits to the man, and like, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> or in our case, it, I would probably be the moon. Or maybe no. I'm pretending like I'm the moon. You just you, she thinks. That no, that's not. She's that's the big planet. You know? We're and we're exceptionally egalitarian in our relationship. We're yeah, actually egalitarian relationship. We're really just two like mega stars or whatever, and we've collided. I think that's better. How about we talk about how this colliding yeah. happened? Let's talk <laughs> okay, about how this right. colliding happened. So I was born in Texas, Texas. and I uh, let's see, what see are us? the what are the important? Can they? Um, I think that might be a little Can bit better. You see us? All right, we're moving, you guys. Come on with us. This is more like vlogging, but I'm holding a whole tripod. Is that, is that better? Is this better, guys? Comment, yes or no. It's no, don't. That's not same. how this works. Okay, it's good enough. All right, so I was born in Texas. Yes. And I was born in a family, a very large family. Not um, at the time you were not born. Not at the time I was born. I was the second to be born of my mother. Uh, but I did have two... Uh, other mothers. Other <laughs> brothers. <laughs> two brothers from another mother. That was true. I had two brothers from another mother before that. Um, so anyways, uh, my mom ended up having eight kids, um, or nine, really. Yeah, eight that ten. are still living. Yeah, right. And so anyways, big family came from, and uh, I was the second to the oldest. Uh, my sister, Patricia, was the oldest, still is the oldest. She's actually she, just she aging didn't. back. <laughs> she's not Benjamin Button. <laughs> we call him Benjamin Patricia. <laughs> she's just not, she's now yeah. like an infant. <laughs> Patrick just keeps getting older. But but doesn't he look like he's like 16? It's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, I'm aging seven times faster than you. I've been noticing lately, like, oh, look, sometimes. We're getting like, off on a tangent. Oh, my. Yeah. Anyway, so. Okay. Um, came from a very conservative, well... My family's that's that's a, that'll be on my personal channel. That, let's just say that Very they were into evangelism. Uh, we would say that they're conservative. I would say that for sure. 
but there's definitely some there's liberal some, actions some... and ideas that are like tied up in yeah, that. Not not like not like some... Republican liberal, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. the parties or anything like, like that. So um, basically, Very my mom and uh, uh, had a lovely lovely time as a family, uh, but my mom and dad ended up. Ending their lovely (laughs) They ended up separating. They separated. It was tragic. Um, Yeah, so it was very, uh, very rough. Kind of woke me up. I was... uh, Asleep for many years. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was. I was kind of like... I actually drank a potion in the middle of the woods, (laughs) and I didn't wake up until I was 14. (laughs) Basically, I was like a... um, They might be able to hear you if you do that. I don't know. It's just in case. You know, I think... Let's just... Let's just end this now. Okay. <laughs> wow. Who's the villain? Is it me? Is it him? Yeah. Who's causing the breakdown? Who's causing? Yeah. yeah just... Which, by the way, this was his idea. Okay, <laughs> it, but we won't. We're going to talk about this later. It guys. was my idea. And then I it agreed. Was. And I have okay, a lot of ideas. His and ideas. We'll talk about those later. So do I. If you want to hear my ideas? You can. We'll, I'll st- I'm going to start my channel. You can uh, go online to the cloud, <laughs> the digital cloud that connects to his brain, and you can just listen. Okay. So, anyways. So my parents uh, got divorced, ended up getting divorced. It, it, it took a long time for that to actually happen. But it did happen, and they are still divorced. So uh, grew up in a big family, and then after they got divorced, so b- uh, before they got divorced, so I think this is some key information here, uh, religion. Religion is a very important part of you know, people's lives and their upbringing and shaping of your brain and your heart and all that. So, uh, basically, grew up in a, we'll just say it was simply put, a Christian household. Fundamentalist. Uh, uh, Well, yes, yes. But but basically, things took a different shape, because my dad wasn't really, like... Right, a part of it. Yeah, yeah, he, anyway, so, uh, basically, they, they were very much, like, together, and then, basically, my dad had a lot of ideas and things, my mom didn't agree with them, and she, you know, other reasons, they became distant, and... Um, so, so religion has a massive part to play mm-hmm. in their divorce, which is huge. So that's another reason why talking about the religion that I come from is mm-hmm. important too. After that, my mom basically after a while found a church to bring us to as kids because my dad left. Um, he ran a company, um, and, uh, he, um, provided for us. Uh, financially, yeah. financially uh, always did, and he had a lot to do, and so uh, my mom took all the kids in our big house and raised us there, and so we went to church with her. I, none of us stayed with, none of us lived with my dad. I guess is the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just a visitation. Right, right. That was a definitely we consider evangelical fundamentalist, Holy Ghost fire, speaking in tongues, yeah. the whole gambit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drunk on the Holy Spirit. Yes. Oh, man. Like, as deep as you can go. And one of the reasons why it's important, because it plays into your story, too. Absolutely. Uh, right. And so, anyway, so we come from very similar backgrounds, is the idea. I went to church a lot with my mom. A lot. Like, three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was always kind of a loner. Um, didn't really have a lot of friends didn't really had put myself out there a lot. Yeah, I had a very hard time connecting with people. I preferred to be alone. It was easier that way. I don't know why that is. We're, we're actually, like, lately, the past few years, we've been thinking, like, Different some things. neurological stuff there, maybe. Like, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I, just, I just preferred to be alone. Um, I wasn't a very imaginative kid. I did not 
pretend play. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Now, I think I did from stories I've heard when I was very young. Very, mm-hmm. very young. But as far as I can remember, you know, after like, you know, six, seven, eight or whatever, I did not really pretend play. So it's kind of interesting that, like, we produce shows for kids and and I preach about using imagination, basically, uh, or encourage, we'll say, kids to use their imaginations. And a lot of our shows are pretend play uh, types of shows. Um, but I didn't really do that a lot. And I... Uh, I, I think that's that's really shaped me a lot. I'm learning to do that. I, I like to be out playing. I like to be out moving around, jumping around, but not but but doing it in actuality, not actually thinking, pretending I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know. So I was a, I was a pretty happy-go-lucky kid. Yeah. Um, but something happened when I was twelve, eleven. It was nineteen ninety-eight. Eleven. Yeah. A lot of you guys may notice that. My eye there, it just looks kind of, looks different. You can tell, like, if, like, I'm talking and I'm looking at you like this, you're, like, not very interesting. But then I'm like this, engaged, you know? And that's because I have a damaged eye here. This eye is not really useful. You know, it can, it can sort of, like, notice objects, like, you know, like, directly is more like peripheral vision for this eye. So I had this eye injury. That affected me a lot. And, um, And he was on... Lots of antibiotics. He was on lots, lots of drugs, of drugs like painkillers. Became addicted to Vicodin, essentially right. as a preteen and a young teenager. And I, I didn't know. I didn't understand. Nobody talked to me about addiction. Um, at least nobody talked to me about like I could be addicted to something. You know, mm-hmm. um, addiction was something that was way out here. I and mean, I, I now realize, you know, basically in the past five years or something like that, I've come to actually realize. Oh my gosh, I was so addicted to hydrocodone. Very addicted. Yeah. Like. I needed to have it, and I would be, like, extremely uncomfortable if I didn't have it in my system. And I would I would manipulate situations to get it inside of me. So what happened to my eye, you guys, is that I got acid, and I was looking over a hole with acid that was being compressed. That's a story for another day. And then the compression uh, just released and shot up like a geyser into my face, got all up in my eye, both eyes. Fortunately, this eye healed up fine. This eye did not. And so now I can't see very well and went through the whole process of uh, going through lots of surgeries. had like six surgeries on my eye over a long period of time. It really affected me at a very crucial period in my life. And so anyways, a little bit shortly after that was whenever um, you came along. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should like, you should tell your story up to that point. Yeah, I wonder how long. It's 22 minutes. Okay. It's okay if this but it's video not is actually like a 40 minute video or something. It's fine. Yeah. Sorry guys, you might have to pause it and come back at your yeah. earliest convenience. Something. Thank you, technology. Right. I'll try to abbreviate my, my version getting to this point where Patrick and I met. But basically, I was born in Louisiana and shortly thereafter moved to Texas when I was just a few years old. Like three, I believe right after turn three maybe and we moved to Texas I grew up very poor and my dad and mother didn't get along that well I didn't ever really have much of a relationship with my dad he was around but um, he just didn't really know how to be emotionally available or attached and similar thing with my mom which later on we'll get into this you know, there's so many things that we can talk about and share. 
but basically it was a rough time between my parents and myself and just our whole life situation was really stressful and overwhelming. So my dad ended up getting a, a good decent job, a technology related job in DFW and that was like us kind of like getting out of uh, our really low income kind of tough living spot that we had been in my entire life. So we moved to DFW. We lived in uh, an apartment for a while. There was positives and negatives to it, right? It felt like we were finally being pulled out of this really tough situation, mm -hmm. financially at least, and just like, the money thing is huge because I grew up being, I, I'm a very aware person. I'm a very sensitive person to other people's energy and to things that are going on, unspoken things, and I, yeah. I can sense what's going on with other people without them saying it. And uh, I had kind of like the weight of the world on my shoulders for many, many reasons. Um, I experienced some pretty substantial abuse as a child as well. And I knew how much of a strain this lack of money was. And I was constantly thinking about this among so many other things that were causing extra stress in our lives. But the good thing is that uh, my mom, despite all of that, she decided to homeschool my brother and I at kind of like against all odds. It's really crazy that that even was a thing um, that she even thought to do really coming from her background. But uh, she homeschooled us and also we had a good church. We had a good church family that we were very committed to and that was kind of my saving grace. Um, and you say like, well, your creator, God was the saving grace obviously. But having this church body that I could count on, it was my consistency and my balance. It's like what kept me being able to push forward through my childhood. I had this deep connection and this like faith in a creator and I had that. So it was like, you know, the connection there praying and being very, very young and just constantly knowing like things can get better because there's this, there's this thing out there that's perfect and cares for me. And and then on top of it, having like this physical representation with all these people at this really good quality church that we went to. It was a real small but tight-knit community that really kind of helped me through. So when we moved, it was very difficult, of course, to leave that church and just that consistency that I had. And of course, more chaos did ensue once we left. And my parents were constantly, they had separated lots and lots. So it was constantly like kind of butting heads and like you know, are we going to stay together? Are we going to separate? And there was lots of times where we would kind of move back to our old town. We did that a couple of times um, because they'd separate and then they'd get back together and then they'd separate and then they'd get back together. So, I'll just be quiet. <laughs> it's like people are like, what? 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 I don't understand. So, uh, anyway, we recreating the past. Why are you living in this circular? <laughs> yeah. So, we moved to DFW. And after a few years, my parents ended up buying their first house, which they may have, yeah, they owned the house from our other small town, but it was like a house built in like 1890 or something. And it was like, I don't know, $10,000 or something, something crazy. But uh, they bought a house in Fort Worth, which is, was right down the street from him, block over. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, we became neighbors. He, neighbor. some of his siblings... And I, I guess you were gone by that point, but they went to school across the street from us because there was a little homeschool. So I was homeschooled. Right. My brother was homeschooled. And then the neighbor across the street, she ran well, a homeschool. You were still there? I Well, I went to a school that was... You didn't was, leave till high school or you left in like eighth or seventh grade? High school. 
high school. Okay, so you were still there. I was still there, but I was at actually at a school that was about a block away from that. Or a block oh, away yeah, from with that. all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, I did go, our, the, the, the lady who ran the homeschool co-op mm-hmm. thing that we did was, right. I, I was homeschooled too, by the way. Yeah, but well, it was by of. someone else and yeah. with like teachers <clears> and stuff, but it was in like a home kind of styled right. environment. Till high school. Fast forward to all this time. I'm 12, right after I turned 12. Uh, he comes over, I find out, ooh, there's a girl who's named Sarah, that's my best friend now, that's his younger sister, um, who's the same age as me, we're both 12, and that was really exciting, and then like, oh, there's older brother, and he's 13, and ooh, there's like a boy, and it's so exciting, even though we resisted moving, because (laughs) of course, like, you get attached to your friends, and you don't want to move, right? So we did resist moving into that house, although we're super, super thankful and grateful that our parents made that decision, and fate, but, uh... The day Patrick came over, I had pet snakes, and it was, I guess, probably a month or so after we'd moved in, and Patrick had gotten wind of the fact that I had snakes, and he and his cousins, they had pet snakes. rats, which are snakes a little bit like a war at war with snakes, <laughs> unless the snake's like really little, and, and the rat battle. can like, <laughs> <laughs> the rats will overtake you one day, we will be victorious. <laughs> Rat power. I was like, oh, rats. I wasn't. I wasn't stuck up. I was like, oh, a boy's like, they like rats. Okay, that's cool, huh? I, I loved rats, and I was always like. But you're like people you, with snakes. They like, like you feed them. You feed the rats. Rats. That's so mean. I used to feed them like little baby mice. It was kind of terrible. But anyway, <laughs> he knocked on the door, and Patrick. This is not that long after he'd had his first surgeries because he had his injury, so maybe a year. But he came because he wanted to see these snakes, and he came with his cousin, and they knocked on the door and. I don't know if my mom answered. Someone answered and was like, oh, I think it was my brother. And I kind of saw that it was these two boys. And, you know, I'm 12, like, super into boys. So I immediately run up the stairs and I go into the bathroom. And I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, but I, like, look in the mirror. And I start pinching my cheeks, making them pink, right? Like, okay, are they pink? Okay, okay, okay. And then I walk down real casually, you know, like, slowly walk through the, on the white tile floor. And then... There's like mirrors all on this one downstairs dining area, mirrors all over the wall. And um, I had a glance over and I was like, hey, like, hey guys. And as soon as I saw Patrick, like Patrick had this terrible chili bowl haircut, like fro, black hair, chili bowl haircut. His eye was like completely, it looked like when you flip your eyelids upside down, but his eye was so messed up from the surgeries and everything. They took tissue from my lip. Oh, they can't see that. They took tissue from my lip and put it in my eye. Yeah. So it looked idea. like that. Yeah. So I saw him and his cousin was, you know, just by societal standards, he was like a really cute little boy, you know, and you were cute. David. Yeah, yeah, David, but you were cute, but you were like real gangly dorky, like, and so was I, this, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say <laughs> I was not, I was, I had that the worst, you know, that, that in between like real awkward stage, it lasted too long. I'm not out of it yet. But anyway, anyway, oh, you, you kind of like, I don't know if you guys said hi to me, but all I know is that instantaneously I saw Patrick, I saw his like messed up eye, his chili bowl haircut, you know, all this like knobby knee, bony knees, you know, with your shorts on. Yeah. And <laughs> immediately I was like hooked. I was just like, oh yeah, that's the guy I like. So I just turned 12. So he was 13 at this point. Then his cousin didn't even phase me at all. I was just like, <gasps> I was really attracted to like nerdy guys who like, <laughs> I don't know. Seemed like I could help them, maybe. I don't know. It's very she has weird, weird stuff. But 
that's the story of how I became super attached to Patrick, right down the street from him. From then on, it was just like, I ended up becoming best friends instantly with his younger sister, and then I was kind of obsessed with him for four years until he figured it, it took out. Took me a while. Yeah, it took him a while. I'm Long like, are you day. sure it wasn't the fact that I like grew a little bit of boobs and then dyed my hair blonde and looked more like Meg Ryan? Are you sure? She definitely gained confidence. For sure, and yeah, that's if true. I were to a little bit. try to speculate as to bit. why it is that all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, hi!" Well, I'd bleached my hair, I had pierced my nose. <laughs> I literally Pier didn't know who she was. Oh yeah, was so like, the first time, because I had liked Patrick, but we didn't have, we weren't like friends really. <laughs> we knew each other and interacted some, but we w wouldn't consider ourselves, you know, like oh we're friends. But we had kind of become like very, like very small. Friends, like I wasn't a friends. ladies man. He wasn't, but I was just like, and I all idolized him because I was like, oh, Patrick doesn't like flirt with girls, and he's not like these frivolous other guys who just don't even care. And I would I like, and, and when people is. and people would make fun of him, like, oh, Patrick South this and that, and I would be like, don't make fun South, of him, you know? Like yeah. I would always come to his defense, and I'd write like yes, poetry they, they about him. They did make fun of me like, saying I was gay. South gay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, I did have those kind of friends. Yeah, uh, isn't that terrible? That thought being gay was the worst thing. That a guy could ever be. It's just terrible. Are you gay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She'll I was like, never know. this is the coming out video. <laughs> yeah. This is why we separated. <laughs> so I came. Uh, you heard it first. Oh my gosh. Here. Wow. Man, can we say this? Can we talk like this? It's I don't so know. like. We're so afraid, you guys. This is one thing. Can I say this too? Yeah, let's see. That we're so... One of the reasons why we you guys don't know us is because we run a a channel for kids. Yeah. That is our livelihood. That's our business. We run two and channels it's not for, just three that, channels for kids. But I, I was watching something on Mr. Rogers the other day, and they, they actually talked about this specifically about, like, Mr. Rogers weighing in on matters of, like, um, gay rights and stuff like that, and he really tried to stay out of it. Yeah. And they were, and they said that it's because he was afraid that they would take his children mm -hmm. from him. His children being wow. the kids on the other side of the camera. And I was like, oh, that like, Ooh, that really hits you right in the heart. Right? Yeah, because like you know, like I'll do things that I think are important, important for kids. You know, um, and I've done some things on the show. Anyways, I guess the point is that like, I'm not saying I'm not a risky person when it comes to the channel, but when it comes to like things that are like unnecessary, like when it comes to I don't know. We just we've been pretty careful, I'd say, mm -hmm. about what we say, um, for the most part. Um, just because I mean, we speak our hearts sometimes because we're like we have to. We just we just can't help it, you know. Mm -hmm. But but with a lot of things, it's like we're just we are afraid. Like some kids are like, I'm no no kid of mine is gonna be, you know, associating associating with. with you're not gonna watch like the that, show of these know? people who like oh they separated. Like I have no idea what that actually means, but. Yeah. This yeah. means they can't watch the show anymore. And so know? many other things, too. Like, So the more opinions you express, the more dangerous it is. Well, it becomes and that's how it, it is with everything, right? So because if you stand in something, like. if you stand in... Yeah, right. But especially when it comes something, to kids. You automatically become and in opposition to other people. Yeah, right. exactly. So all he's saying... Uh, this is just random that we were We want about. to be able to talk about a lot of these things to you guys, and we're... Um, We're trying to navigate how we can actually do that. How that yeah, to, without, what we can do, what we can share. Affecting our reach to kids. Yeah. Because kids are very important to us. And, yes. Um, anyway, so. 
So, but yeah. anyway, we... So she noticed me, I was a moron, yada, yada, yada. Four years later, I was like, ooh, she's pretty cool. I don't know so why. basically, I had gotten my hair cut, and I'd been away for the summer, and then I came back, and I, I was like, oh, talking to Sarah, whatever, and then she was like, oh, Patrick's over here, and Sarah knew I was like obsessed with Patrick, so she brought me into the house, to the neighbors, and um, I walked in, and... She said, I think she said like Patrick or something, or I said, Hey Patrick. And then he looked up and he goes, Oh, Hey. And he put his hand out to introduce himself. <laughs> like, I was that dumb. Hasn't seen me in like three so months. Dumb. And like, I lived with his, their family. Like, yeah. So I went and he, and I started laughing and I was like, ha ha ha. And then he like looked at me. He was like, Sarah Jones. <laughs> like, what? Is that you? <laughs> and I was like, ha ha. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I was wearing like this bright pink shirt. <laughs> And I thought it was so cute for the first time in my life. And oh. I was like, he, he, he didn't even know who I was. That's a great sign, isn't it? Well, it's funny because I mentioned, like, you gain confidence. And that is. It's like, man. But know, it was a time. I mean, it was a tiny bit. Attractive. It wasn't even, like, real. But it was well, like, you were confident okay, enough to, I have like, cute hair now and a cute shirt and outfit. It, and I don't I'm think wearing it's makeup. necessarily about that it looked cute. But it was that it was different, you know? Mm -hmm. And so. And you didn't know who I was. I didn't know who you were. And, like, there's, like, a psychological. This isn't my sister's best friend this is some random chick right. who's like kind of fine i'm just playing <laughs> i never uh, thought that about myself i've story. never thought there's, that about myself there's guys. so much to talk about when it comes to like i think both of us but but i'm just saying personally for me like what i thought about women or girls and like how all that it's just it's so deep and intense and intense but basically i Babe. i was at this point I will say as the overarching theme, I was ideologically res extremely respectful of women. Yes. Um, and, and I, of and like this I'll concept of later marriage what, or like, ideologically, right? yeah, means right, exactly. And so, like, basically, I was like, you know, you like, had women up I on the pedestal. For you sure. were you were my first kiss. Like, I didn't, I didn't no. like. Mm -mm. Wasn't. Did I just say that? Yeah. Anyways, this fool. He also <laughs> is a pathological liar. <laughs> As proven. <laughs> He's like, I just blocked it out. I just blocked out. I just... That didn't happen. No, that's so crazy. I know. I just thought that. Yeah. I literally just thought she was my first kiss. But she wasn't. No. No. So crazy. No. Okay, so that's another thing. Patrick told me this. Yes. He also said it was his first something else. And then I find out <laughs> later from his friends. I, I, but that but that see, it's so funny because like, because like, I, I was a pat. So that's a whole other story. But can oh we tell that now? Oh. I was a pathological liar. Yeah. I was. And when I say pathological, I mean bad. Like he tricked himself. Really bad. Yeah, I tricked. I, I was extremely Like we then get in arguments about the lying and then he would be like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't I'm not know. Lying. I didn't, didn't know even know I'm lying from anymore. down. I didn't know left from right. I, I worked my own self into this extreme psychological manipulative world. You were avoiding conflict to the max. Like, you had a right. serious issue with, like, no, we're just going to make and everybody think certain things about me and just keep everybody. I don't want to deal with anything. We're just going to... If I tell a little bit of lies, it's fine because it actually protects everything and because then yeah. there's no conflict, you know? Right. So if you... Because I, I think... I think it started as a young kid having to... And I'm not blaming my parents, right? I'm not blaming my circumstance. But, but I'm saying that what affected it deeply what kind of prop got it going was me understanding that if I acted a certain way people right. uh, people liked that and I 
it worked well with people if I did that. Well, that's a lie, right? You know, if you're intent, if you're in people pleasing. Yeah, yeah, that that's a lie. No, you wouldn't think of it as a lie, right? I mean, as as a young kid, if you're just acting that out, oh, if I act this way, these people like that more, you know. Mm-hmm. And but but if you do that, no matter what, almost. No matter like, what you're feeling like, or what. And I do remember that. Like I never wanted to offend adults. Oh my god, like never. My 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 cousins and other friends, they'd be like doing stuff like you know, cussing and stuff like right in front of adults, like being disrespectful. Oh my God, I would never be disrespectful to adults. Holy smokes. Like mm-hmm. that was not an option for me. Right. And so, so it's one thing to learn how to interact with other people in such a way, you know, it's pleasant for them. But it's another thing to be like, without exception, I never stand up for mm-hmm. myself in front of these people or the, you know, and when it came to adults, I just didn't, I didn't. Uh, and so I, I would say it started there. Or, or at least a big part of it started there. And then it got to a point where you make other exceptions. Oh, this and that. And you just cross that over to people and, and your teachers and your friends and, you know, your acquaintances and your future wife. And, you know, anyway, so it got pretty bad. What else do we say? How deep do we go here? Yeah, I mean, this story could it's just going to go on and on. So I think this needs to be a series of videos. Yeah. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> I know you guys are wondering, like, well, what's going on with the separation? And again, we've it, realized there's just not enough context to even yeah. be able to make any of that make sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like we were just talking about, it's very difficult to figure out what to share specifically because we do have these other channels. Not that it's going to be linked up with this or anything, but because of our persona, right? It's like, where's the balance? Because we want, we feel like there's so much value in us being authentically honest as much as we can with you guys and putting this out in the world because we feel like there's a serious lack of that. However, we also want to use wisdom with how we go about it. And, uh, and we haven't had, we haven't figured all of that out just yet. But, we know that we want to share more, mm-hmm. and, and we feel like we can't stuff. say things that make sense to you unless you have unless this, you hear more of the story, this storyline, this background, at least at least some of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and we completely understand that a lot of you guys were not just concerned, but like upset, upset, and yeah. worried about our kids and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just, anyways. So there's a whole lot more to tell about that, but we, like, so we, we leave off now. I'm, I'm making a mental marker. We left off. You're a pathological liar. I'm a pathological... I, I was a pathological... No, I still I am. Issues. I just told you. Yeah. I just lied about it. No, no. Uh, I, I think I just recreate the world in such a way. I'm like, well, if it was a perfect world, you'd have been my first kiss. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll just live in this delusion. But what is a kiss? Was that really a kiss? Oh, my that God. Was a kiss. Go. That was a kiss. We also can get really lost <laughs> in the... Rabbit trails of our minds and ideas yeah. and philosophical. So next up is how we got together, how we began. Yeah, right. Like, because because told it, like a brief portion well, of that on a different video, but yeah, get more in depth in it. Right. Yep. All right. Well, our kids, Sarah's here mediating. <laughs> Sarah's here <laughs> taking care of the kids and helping us with everything and cleaning things up and yeah. uh, being all around awesome like she has always been 
for the past 18 years that I've known her. And we better go get to the kids though. And we need to eat food also. Mm -hmm. And we don't know if we're gonna like, What's going to happen? We have lots of family coming in with continuing the separation and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. He did it again. She smells really good. Especially when she stinks. Oh, yeah, he likes my smell. It's pretty <laughs> funny. He's a different type of individual. <laughs> 